Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the TCM Folks. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about TCM for stress. Now, stress is an all too familiar part of life here in Singapore and I'm sure in most other places around the world as well. Uh, a survey conducted in 2019 called the Cigna 360 Wellbeing Survey reported a ridiculous 92% of working Singaporeans saying that they felt stressed at work. 92%, that's crazy. Right? And with rising cost of living, uh, increased competition due to digitalization, and a whole bunch of other uncertainties, once we exit from this pandemic, I think our stress levels are only going to get higher. But the problem with stress is that it's not a physical or a tangible problem. And so it's really hard to diagnose and even harder to treat. It's not like Western doctors have invented a magic pill that will help make your stress all go away. Maybe they do. <laughs> if they do, please let me know about it because I think I also need this magical anti-stress pill. Okay, so for stress, right? Whenever we are dealing with these kinds of what I like to call secondary health issues, issues that are serious enough to bother us, but not that serious as to be labeled as actual conditions, it's this kind of secondary health issues like stress that I think TCM can really help. This is where I think TCM really shines. So in today's episode, I'm going to be introducing to you guys the concept of stress from a TCM perspective, what problems stress can cause and how TCM can help us to better manage stress. So once again, just a disclaimer, uh, this is for education and informational purposes only. Please don't take this as medical advice. If you have any serious problems, please don't be a smart aleck. Go and see your doctor. Okay, so let's begin with defining stress or defining what does stress do to our bodies. Okay, so what is stress? Stress is a feeling of emotional or physical tension and it's your body's reaction to a challenge or a demand. It can come in the form of work stress, uh, financial stress, relationship stress, uh, lockdown stress, and even our kids nowadays have a ton of exam stress. So really no one is immune to the clutches of this really annoying emotion. But stress in, in moderate amounts is actually very useful and it can serve as a way to motivate us. It serves as a way to help us hit deadlines, to help us perform and reach our true potential. However, we all know that excessive or long-term exposure to stress is detrimental for both our physical as well as our mental health. So then you may be wondering, how does stress, which is something that seems to be more mental in nature, actually then affect our physical body? So from a scientific point of view, this emotion of stress triggers what is known as a flight or fight response in our body. Flight meaning to say that you run. So either you run or you fight. This kind of response. Whenever we are stressed, uh, the hypothalamus, which is in our brains, will signal the body to release stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, which in turn will help to increase our heart rate, increase our breathing rate, and channel blood towards our muscles, amongst other things that are necessary in an emergency situation. Like for instance, if a bear is chasing you, Right, you need your heart rate to quicken, you need your breathing to quicken, you need your muscles to be engaged so that you're able to run away from the bear. This is what stress is uh, in the past lah, at least. But from a, from a TCM perspective, how does stress actually affect our body is more understood in a kind of a different way. Right? We say that in, in TCM, stress mainly affects our liver. 
In TCM, we say that our liver is in charge of regulating our emotions and circulating our energy or qi energy throughout our bodies. So because this liver has a function to govern our emotions as well as to channel this qi energy around our bodies, whenever we get stressed, it will directly impact our liver and then affect its ability to circulate this energy properly around our body. And this is where it starts to then affect our physical health as well. So how do we know when we are too stressed? How do we know when our liver is getting affected? How do we know that our energy is not flowing too well in our bodies? If you have symptoms of what we call liver qi stagnation, in, in Chinese we call it gan qi yu zi, you feel gloomy, you get easily angered, you have pain or discomfort in your chest or in your ribs, you sigh a lot, you always go, <sighs> you, do, you do this many times throughout the day, consciously or unconsciously, you feel very restless, uh, you feel like there's something stuck in your throat. All these are signs that you may have uh, what we call liver tea stagnation. These are signs that maybe stress is getting the better of you. And so from a scientific point of view, you know, you have the release of these stress hormones that cause your body to tense up. But from a TCM point of view, we say that mainly stress affects the liver, which then compromises the liver's ability to circulate energy throughout our body properly causing all these kind of uh, physical health issues as well. Okay, then the next question is, what other problems can stress cause? So stress not only makes us feel moody, not only makes us feel uh, demotivated, stress not only makes us feel, you know, them sian or like them uh, uncomfortable, stress can also cause a multitude of other problems as well. And I'll briefly go through four ailments that are commonly related to stress. The first one is digestive disorders. In TCM, our digestive system is governed by the organ called spleen. And this spleen is also very closely related to the liver. Therefore, any stresses that affect our liver can also inadvertently affect our spleen and hence the digestive system as well. So clinically, uh, when practicing as a TCM physician, I found this to be very accurate. And true because you know many patients who are stressed also often present with digestive symptoms as well. For example, bloating, uh, poor appetite, uh, chronic fatigue, uh, diarrhea, loose stools. They burp a lot. They fart a lot. And and these may or may not be related to stress, but very often they are made worse by the presence of stress. So problem number one is digestive disorders or digestive issues like bloating, uh, indigestion, etc., etc., etc. Okay, problem number two that stress can cause is insomnia. Now, as I mentioned above, exposure to stress causes our flow of liver energy to be affected. It causes liver energy to become what we call stagnated, stuck. Over time, this gives rise to another problem called liver heat. In Chinese, we call it gan huo. Just like how uh, hot air rises, this liver heat that is generated from like our midsection can also travel upwards towards the head area, affecting our sleep, uh, causing various symptoms around the upper regions of the body as well. And, and this, this can lead to insomnia and a whole bunch of other symptoms. So I've personally had very bad insomnia before due to stress when I was studying for my exams, uh, like the kind that you cannot sleep the entire night. And I'm sure many of you would have experienced this before as well. Other symptoms 
can occur include things like headaches, giddiness, bitterness or dryness in the mouth, uh, redness or dryness in the eyes, you feel very restless, you have uh, heart palpitations, you have increased blood pressure. All these are signs of liver heat, as I mentioned. You know, hot air rises, the heat rises up. So most of these symptoms that I've mentioned tend to occur in the head, tend to occur in the upper regions of the body, along with the insomnia as well, of course. Okay, so problem number three, women's health issues. Apart from regulating our emotions and circulating qi energy around the body, the liver also has a role in storing blood. And as women, you all should know that a healthy menstrual cycle is in a way very closely related to blood, and hence the liver, because the liver stores blood. And stress can affect the menstrual cycle in two ways. First, stress generates liver heat, as I, as I talked about in the insomnia point. Right, when you have too much liver heat, this can affect the liver's ability to store blood, causing your blood flow to increase and causing symptoms like excessive period blood flow or a menstrual cycle that is lasting longer than, than normal or that is coming earlier than expected. Right, if you don't have liver heat, if you have baby liver stagnation, what this can cause is can also cause symptoms like moodiness, uh, headaches, uh, swelling sensation in your chest, chest discomfort during your period, and period issues like your blood clots and very commonly seen menstrual cramps. So, you know, stress affects the liver. It doesn't seem like much, but it can actually cause all these different problems that really affect the, the quality of life and in some cases can actually be very, very severe and very, very uncomfortable for people who are suffering from them. Okay, point number four is uh, muscular disorders. Right? So this is often overlooked. You know, we always talk about stress. We always think that stress mainly causes this kind of digestive and women's health issue and sleep issue. These are the more commonly talked about uh, secondary problems related to stress. But people often overlook the fact that stress also is a very big player in terms of its involvement in musculoskeletal disorders. Nowadays, a lot of us are desk bound. We work in front of a computer. And just by the fact that we sit or we stay in a particular posture for long periods of time, a lot of us already have very tense uh, or very tight muscles to begin with. Coupled with stress, which makes our body into this uh, fight or flight mode, it causes our muscles to tense up even more. Right, this is a recipe for disaster. This is what causes most of us to experience you know, muscular aches and pains from time to time nowadays. Right, so very common are uh, neck pain, shoulder pain, uh, lower back pain. These are all caused by poor posture, caused by long hours of sitting and made worse by the fact that stress causes us to be very, very tense. And this is so common that nowadays there is even an unofficial term for it called the office syndrome. And with more and more classes going online, more and more businesses going digital, the average age of patients coming in with this office syndrome seems to be getting younger and younger. And I don't think this is going to be improved anytime soon. So all the more for you to you know, take note of this issue of stress. Okay, so then how can TCM help with stress? Now we know that too much stress is bad. How can we go about resolving it? And as I said above, there doesn't yet seem to be a magical pill to resolve it, as far as I know. And so what happens is many people end up living with chronic stress, 
only addressing it once more serious problems come up. But as the Chinese saying goes, it's obviously easier to resolve problems at an earlier stage rather than wait for it to become worse. And this is where I think TCM is really able to help. So it's hard to justify how sticking some needles into your body or taking some strange herbs can help you alleviate stress. But from a TCM perspective, the idea behind it is that since we know that stress is closely linked to the liver, by selecting acupoints or selecting herbs that relate to the liver, we can then restore our normal energy flow to help us feel calmer, to help us feel more relaxed, and to help us feel less stressed. And if you are experiencing other stress-related symptoms like what I mentioned, insomnia, digestive problems, or women's health issues that are related to stress, we can also use these TCM treatments to address them together with your stress at the same time, creating a holistic treatment plan that not only treats the symptoms but also helps you to treat the root of the problem as well. And not forgetting that if you're just experiencing muscular aches and pains, then TCM also got treatments like your acupuncture, your cupping, your tuena that can also be great alternatives to help you with pain management. Okay, so just to conclude, the four conditions that I've talked about above, uh, your insomnia, your digestive issues, your women's health issues, and your musculoskeletal problems, they are not exhaustive and neither are they unique to TCM. There is scientific evidence to show that stress actually does all these things to your body. But in this episode, I wanted to introduce to you the less talked about TCM perspective of these issues as well. And the point that I want you guys to take away from the episode today is that while stress seems like a normal part of our everyday lives, it can definitely have a significant impact on our mental and physical health if we don't manage it well. So if you're dealing with any stress or any of these stress-related ailments, then you may want to consider trying out TCM, which can not only be a safe and effective alternative to managing stress, but I think more importantly, it is also something that you can do at an early stage of your stress or even as a preventive measure if you don't feel that you are very stressed. Right? And of course, apart from using TCM to manage your stress, the time-tested advice of eat well, sleep well, exercise regularly, and having good work-life balance is as important in helping us overcome any stress. And these are things that I think we should all be conscious of and strive to do well on a daily basis. Okay, with that, I have come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you have learned something. If you like what you hear, follow us on Instagram at the TCM folks. And I will see you guys on the next episode.